Do you use your smart TV for more than just TV? We may surprise you on Into Tomorrow next. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Coming to you from the Dexcom G7 studios in Miami, Florida. Powerful, simple diabetes management when you visit D-E-X-C-O-M. It is our 28th year covering consumer tech, this broadcast for the weekend of August 18th, 2023. Happy birthday to Chris. Oh, it is? It is. Oh, I oh. stopped counting a long time ago. Yeah, I know. It's your 28th year as well? Yeah, well, let's just say I'm closer to the end than the beginning. Yeah. Well, don't <laughs> say that. Because, my, well, yeah, I guess, what is the median age these yeah. days for I'm Americans? I'm past it. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm past it. Well, not past the median age, but halfway to the yeah. median age. Well, no, the median, age, the median be... age would be the middle. Oh, so okay. I'm past the median you're age. The, oh, right. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Well, what's the uh, likely age of death for not us much, Americans? Not much older than you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, great. I take back the happy birthday. Got, got good, uh, you got a good, what, six, seven years left? Yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> maybe a couple of years left of the show. We've got to get to 30 years just to make it, you know, roundabout. Right. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. Anyway, yeah, it's Chris's birthday this weekend. <laughs> because you might remember, we're born on the radio and raised by technology. And, oh my God. Every week, oh. we remind you of three important things. Don't say anything. Okay. We got a lot of calls from last week when we said the first, fifth, and tenth callers with the correct answers right will win prizes well we have one coming up in a little while stay tuned we had a few that had two of the three correct we had a couple that had none of the three correct but it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) and um what else i'm forgetting something else i don't know so (laughs) so at this moment in time if you know and you haven't already called the three things we like to remind you of that are important, usually at the top of every week's show, you still have a chance to be the fifth or tenth correct caller with all three. And if you're listening to the podcast, don't cheat and fast forward. Yeah, that, that would come on. That would be cheating. And if we know you cheated, we'll make you send us a prize. And we'll know. Yeah, we will. Well, I mean, they'll know. We get, we get lots of stats from our friends at Blueberry. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. So how does one let us know, however, what three items they think might be the three items we like to remind you all about? They could call the Ask Dave hotline, and that number is 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. The same number it's been for 28 years. Yeah. Um, ah, we keep paying for that 800 number, too. Uh-huh. And we don't even need to because everybody can call... In North America, pretty much any number. Yeah. Anyway. Um, they could use the uh, free Into Tomorrow app. It's a message to studio button. Ah, yes. Takes up very little space on your phone. So please download our app and give us five stars and tell us if you like it or not. Well, don't tell us if you don't like it. Tell us if you like it. Yeah. yeah. Or by stopping by our home on the World Wide Web at IntoTomorrow.com and uh, hitting that Ask Dave microphone. That is our home. Yes. Well, we got to redecorate, though, one we of these should. days. We yeah. should. <laughs> but you can hit that little red Ask Dave mic button that's on the right side of your browser. On anything with a browser and a microphone. A microphone. That's yes. helpful. Otherwise, we hear, you know, 30, 40 seconds of nothing. Yeah. And oh, that's what I forgot. We did get some listeners had called with the three ways to participate, which was great, but that was not the correct answer it was not the three reminders that we like to provide you with every week Mm -hmm. but thank you for knowing how to participate so there's still a chance you want to be the fifth and tenth calls participants with the correct answers right yes okay meantime we've got some tech news and commentary for you and 
and then on to more of your calls and whatnot. Yeah, customers are taking advantage of driverless vehicles, according to a report that says that sex in San Francisco robotaxis is on the rise. Oh, my <laughs> God. Remind me, not that I'll ever be going to San Francisco again anytime soon without a tent, um, yeah. but, but remind me not to take... A driverless car. Or, or at least bring some plastic to put down on the seat first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the San Francisco Standard said they spoke to four separate riders in recent months who admitted to having sex or hooking up in the back seat of the autonomous vehicles, or AVs, <sighs> which have become increasingly popular in San Francisco. One man told the Standard, quote, I mean, there's no one to tell you you can't do that. It gets to the point where you're more and more comfortable, and if you're with someone like a more serious partner, it can escalate to other activities. Well, don't they have cameras in there? I, I don't know. Uh, the man, whom the standard named Alex, to, present, to protect his real identity... And, and said, so his wife doesn't find out. Yeah, yeah, said he's performed at least six separate sex acts in robo-taxis, ranging from impromptu make-out sessions to full-on sex, no-boundaries activities, a total of three times in a cruise car. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, now, there's something else that our audience can participate in. You can even change your first name if you'd like. Don't worry. But have you done so in an autonomous vehicle? Not necessarily San Francisco, but or how about in an Uber? <laughs> Has the driver had to turn around and go, hey, 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 I'll drop you off at a hotel, but stop that or something, mm -hmm. you know? Or in your own vehicle, but hopefully not while you're driving because... That could be dangerous, yeah. as the former cop in me talking now. Interesting, but dangerous. If the robo taxis are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <sighs> so, other streamers are likely to follow Disney Plus and Netflix in restricting password sharing. According to several analysts that are predicting that, while NBC Universal stated that it isn't planning to join in very soon. So if you get anything from NBC Universal, go ahead, share your passwords. They don't care. They're owned by Comcast. Well, it's, just, it's just because they're not smart enough to figure out how to restrict the password <laughs> That's sharing. That's probably it. <laughs> Apparently, the industry has shifted from a grow-at-all-costs direction to focusing on margins now. Yeah, okay. The businesses want to be profitable? Can you imagine? I mean, <laughs> the nerve. Exactly. What an absurd idea. I mean, our business hasn't been profitable in, well, I don't know, 28 years? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but w then why do we keep doing this? It's for the passion. The passion it, we have for sending out prizes to our listeners who participate. But that even costs money. Yeah, well, again, it's the passion. It's uh, <laughs> the passion we have for broad chasing, uh, casting, yes. broadcasting. Yeah, yes. Got it. That's, okay. That's why we like it when you, uh, you know, uh, um, shop with, not shop with our, but uh, uh, um, do stuff with our sponsors. I'm, I don't <laughs> know what I'm looking for. <laughs> do Support stuff, our do, sponsors? Yeah, that, that's the word I'm looking for. Support do our sponsors. Do stuff with our sponsors. <laughs> Just not in a robo-taxi. <laughs> oh, my. I don't think we have any robo-taxi sponsors. We're, we're okay yeah, no, there. I'm saying don't do stuff with our sponsors in a robo-taxi. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is really going very odd. <laughs> you could do stuff with uh, human touch. Well, that's true, and we encourage you to do that. It's one of our sponsors. Yeah. And they have a really good name for a company, yeah. and their massage chairs and stuff. Yes, I'm trying to save the segment now. Yeah, too late. <laughs> yeah. WhatsApp has introduced a new feature to automatically silence calls from unknown numbers, which would be great for me if I used WhatsApp. You should. Uh, it's a very good... And stop restricting your notification information i never know when you actually have read one of my messages to you exactly. because you have that turned off exactly. unless you respond no exactly <laughs> i'm going to make it a condition of your employment okay well it's been uh, it's been fun being on the show i'll miss it <laughs> will you really yeah what happened to the passion <laughs> i also have a passion for my privacy yeah. oh god um, but it comes after multiple customers in India. The chat app's biggest market, with more than 500 million users, have complained about an increase in spam calls in the last few months. Wow. Users will be able to turn this option on by going to Settings, Privacy, Calls, and selecting Silence Unknown Caller. WhatsApp said that while calls from unknown numbers will be automatically silenced, they will show up in notifications and in the app's call list. Well, that's probably good because it may not be a new number that you're familiar with or something, somebody from work and you didn't recognize that particular number or something. But if they can 
can they leave a message? I don't think I don't there's know. voicemail on WhatsApp, is well, it? On the iPhone, there's that option to silence unknown callers. You just send them right to voicemail, which doesn't alert you that you have a voicemail. But uh. I learned about a year after I turned that on that you could go into settings and, and he- hear your voicemails from blocked numbers or unknown numbers. Uh-huh. And one of them was somebody that I had wanted to hear from like a year earlier and <laughs> didn't get the message because well, they called from a new phone. Th- so then stop blocking everybody. No. Among people who own smart TVs, are you with me on this? Because mm-hmm. you do, 75% have used one or more non-TV functions. And the figure rises to 90% for those between the ages of 16 and 34. That according to a Hub Entertainment report. Do you know what folks use their smart TV for that's not TV? What? I'm, I'm asking you. What do you think? I don't know. Doing the laundry? No. <laughs> How about streaming? Oh, the most yeah. common activity, streaming audio, followed by casting from another screen and browsing the Internet. Oh. So, for example, a lot of folks, 90%, especially 16 to 34-year-olds, are casting from their phone or tablet to their smart TV, not watching TV just watching videos or surfing the net on their smart TV from another device. Well, in these days, you know, I consider streaming on a TV watching TV anyway. Yeah, but so, it, but you're not watching if you're just streaming audio. Well, yeah, that's true. You just are playing your audio through the TV because you probably have a nice surround sound, maybe a sound bar, you know, that kind of thing. I do that with my Amazon Music on my TV in the living room because I have my surround sound set up and I can crank it up and uh, annoy the neighbors. Yeah. But you also have it to where you can see the lyrics, though, Yeah. on Amazon. But so I think my favorite non-TV or streaming use of it is, you know, because I have fire sticks on all my TVs, and I have a ring doorbell. So well, anytime, special? Anytime someone rings my doorbell, it the image pops up on, on all the TVs in the house, which is very helpful. Oh, and especially even, if you're upstairs yeah, or something. Yeah, and I can even use my fire stick remote to, to talk with the person outside the door. No. Yeah. You lie. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's using technology. Yeah, there you go. Birthday boy. Sheesh. Anyway, let Chris uh, know you're wishing him a happy birthday. He's he's very anti-social media on anti-social media. <laughs> so, just but call- you can wish me a happy birthday when you call in with your question to win prizes. There you go. <laughs> or your answer for what three things? Yeah. You might be number five or number ten. Let me send you a prize for my birthday. Well, that's see, we do that all the time when we talk about like the holidays and stuff around Christmas. We send you the prizes, and same thing when we celebrate our various birthdays. Mm-hmm. It may be my birthday, but I'm sending you the prizes when you participate. Yeah, so do participate. Thanks all the way. By the way, into tomorrow. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DCA3. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. As Into Tomorrow continues, did you know, Chris, that um, Alexa apparently uh, thinks highly of you? Oh. At 2.30 this morning, don't ask me why I was laying in bed and unable to fall asleep, because I have no idea. But at 2.30, I suddenly panicked that I didn't want to forget to say happy birthday to you on the show. So I asked Alexa to remind me. And... She says, okay, I'll set a reminder. This sounds important. Do you want me to keep reminding you? I went, no. Why would that sound important? I just said Chris's birthday. Because it is important. 
But I understand if I say, remind me to take that medicine or something. Oh, yeah, that, oh, he mentioned medicine. That sounds important. But I only mentioned you. I'm important. And she thought that was important. It is. Oh, boy. The other thing that's important is this portion of Vintage Tomorrow being brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. You can start your free trial at B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Dot com. Blueberry without the E's. Yes. Okay. And you want to stay tuned coming up shortly is Why? a conversation with Emma McGowan. She's a privacy and security advocate with Avast. She's sharing what parents need to know before the kids log on to their devices this school year. Oh, very important. Yeah. Especially with many kids having just started school, others will be starting school. It's that time. Parents are celebrating all across the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay, back to school. But some good tips, so you want to stay tuned for that. By the way, what's that smell? Oh, sorry. It's the... <laughs> you know, you, you've ruined Victoria's intro. Oh, my God. So, not counting Chris, it's the smell of relaxation. With the, Oh, my God. With this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip, brought to you by Human Touch, if they continue to ever sponsor us again, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Aromatherapy is an easy and fragrant way to reduce anxiety and improve relaxation. Here are some simple steps to get you started. Different oils have unique properties, such as lavender for relaxation, peppermint for energy, or eucalyptus for respiratory support. You can use a diffuser to disperse the essential oil into the air, or apply diluted essential oils topically, such as in your massage oil or in a warm bath. Incorporate aromatherapy in your daily routines. Add a few drops to your body lotion or use it while doing yoga or meditation. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Victoria. Don't mind Christopher. I, I, I didn't do anything. I'm the one that's trapped in here in this studio with him. Sharing is caring. Yeah, no. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch for wellness every day. You want to check them out by visiting humantouch.com and rejuvenate your mind and body. You've been asking me what you can get me for my birthday? How about my own human touch chair? The $10,000 one? Yeah. Well, how about two? Okay. All right. I'll, Hold your I'll, breath. I'll clear some space for that. Yeah, I'll bet you would. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. Terry in Carthage, Missouri mashed that Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Terry. Hey, Dave. Chris, calling in for your three uh, items to remind you. That's back up your device. Check your spam filter and subscribe to the newsletter. And I also have a question. I have problems with my iPhone accessing Wi-Fi calling in my house. I'm using an Apple iPhone 14 Pro, and I have an Eero mesh system in my house. I have a good Wi-Fi signal, and I can't seem to receive phone calls and messages on my phone when I'm in the house. I do have a metal roof of my house. But other than that, uh, I never had any problems when I was on a Galaxy. Uh, any suggestions I would appreciate? Well, Terry, first of all, congrats on being the first one of number one, number five, and number ten with the three correct reminders every week. Now watch people are rewinding as we go. Oh, i got to get those because we're still looking for number five and number ten. Correct all three. And it's our pleasure to try to help you out. Of course, the roof shouldn't interfere in this case. Wi-Fi calling doesn't repeat the outside signal, which the roof could potentially block. Instead, it connects to your service provider via the Internet, and it routes the call that way. Now, that means that as long as your Wi-Fi has Internet service, you should be able to use Wi-Fi calling. Yeah, now to start out with the basics, there are two things that will need to happen for Wi-Fi calling to be an option. First, that the phone company providing you with the cell phone service supports it. Most do these days, but not all. If you're using the same company that you were using when you were making Wi-Fi calls with your old phone, that shouldn't be a problem. If you change phones because you went to a different carrier, it might be worth checking. Now, the other thing is that it's turned on in your phone's own settings. You can check that in your phone settings within your settings app. Now, assuming both of those are not causing the issue, the other problem can be that the phone may just not be able to connect with your carrier servers because of blocked ports. Now, depending on how your router is set up. It may be negotiating the ports your phone needs directly with it. But 
it may also be set to force you to manually select which ports to open. Now, in this case, you'd probably want UDP ports 500 and 4500 and TCP port 143. Again, our notes will be at intotomorrow.com for the weekend of August 18th. And you'll see all these details. You can go back and check if you need to. But that's just the generic setup. If that doesn't work, you may need to reach out to the phone company to find out if they require different ports. Yeah, and again, don't worry if you didn't follow any of this, because stop by our site and you'll see the show notes. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me and Terry about that. Let us know how it works out for you, though, Terry, because it will certainly help other listeners with similar issues. Donald in Española, New Mexico. Welcome into tomorrow. What are you, nodding approval that I knew how to say it? Yeah, well, you are from Miami. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hello, or hola, Española, I know how to say that. Okay. New Mexico. (laughs) Is there any way to record a conversation on an iPhone while the conversation is taking place? Oh, well, short and sweet question. We'll try to give you a decent answer, Donald. The the iPhone stock phone app doesn't include call recording capabilities, so you will need to rely on third-party app. Most will try to accomplish that by routing the call through their own servers and typically charging you, of course, for the minutes used. If you want a truly free solution, you can install Google Voice and route your call through them. You can then press 4, and Google Voice will announce that the call is being recorded, and it will record it for you. After that, you'll be able to access the recording at voice.google.com. And typically all services that do this will include an announcement like the one Google Voice uses. The main reason for that is that they don't want any liability on their end for recording the call in places that require consent from one or both parties. Now, you probably won't find any legitimate service that doesn't do that. Now, if you want everything to be contained to just your iPhone, the only built-in way to kind of accomplish what you want is to turn on the speaker and use the iPhone audio recording app and just record the call as it comes out of the speaker and is picked up by the microphone. It's definitely not a very elegant solution, but it will work. Yeah, and you should, of course, always warn someone, but... You don't have to warn anybody. There's no automatic thing that says this call is being recorded. Right. But if there isn't, then you need to use the call in court. It won't be admissible. Yeah. Well, that's true. (laughs) Exactly. And like I said, you should warn the other party that they're being recorded, but doesn't mean you do or you would have to in the long run. But it depends on what it is you're wanting to do it for. Whatever happened to the suction cup things that you used to be able to put on the back of a handset on a regular telephone and record a conversation. Because who has a handset anymore? Well, couldn't you slap that onto the back of a phone if you could Probably even get not. one? I don't know. We should have our research department look into that. That's 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 back in tech history. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> like way back in tech history. So, Donald, I hope we've helped you out with that in some way or other. There are many ways to do it. So just let us know what works out best for you. And you have us curious. Why are you needing to record phone conversations? Although we recorded yours. <laughs> yeah, but that's a given. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have more for you at intotomorrow.com. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com.
Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. And of course, that includes things like products and services, gadgets and gizmos, websites and apps, all sorts of neat things available today and into tomorrow. We love it when you participate on the program because when you do, that really makes the show. Your questions, your comments, your tech rage, your help for other listeners, whatever the case, we love hearing from you. And there's three easy ways. I'm going to go through them real quick. There's an 800 number I'll give you in a moment. Or you can download the free Into Tomorrow app and click on the Message to Studio button. That's a really good way. It's our favorite way for you to participate because you sound like you're right here sitting, sitting in the studio with us. Or you can visit us anytime on any device with a browser and a microphone, your tablet, your computer, your laptop, your smartphone, to intotomorrow.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see an Ask Dave red microphone button. You can click that and join us. Or you can call anytime again, 24-7, 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. As kids grow, especially over the summer, does their online fluency and big digital choices come with each milestone? Yeah, of course. Well, Internet usage has become an increasingly important feature of education, making the return to the classroom an opportune time to discuss online safety. So joining us now is the privacy and security advocate with Avast, Emma McGowan. Emma, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you because this is certainly an important topic. And, and leave it to Avast, which, by the way, is much more than free antivirus. We're going to get into some of the cool things you're doing. But there are ways to protect our children against online threats, especially this school year. And with them being online even more because of homework and other things, we wanted to address this with you. Absolutely, yeah. So we're when we're talking about protecting kids online, we really like to sort of talk about a two-pronged approach with the first prong being parenting, right? Yeah. <laughs> Having conversations, talking with your kids, starting really early as soon as you hand them that iPhone to keep them quiet in the car. <laughs> Having conversations about who's a friend online, who's who, who's not, how do you know, age-appropriate things like that. Uh, and on the flip side, software. So cybersecurity, you mentioned, I'm from Avast. Um, we have a, a product called Avast One that does all your cybersecurity, privacy. We've got a built-in VPN and you just run it in the background and it covers all your devices in your family. Very good. And of course, you guys have been doing this for quite some time. You're not, you haven't popped up out of the woodwork and said, yeah, we can help. You've been helping for a long time. Yeah, VAS has been around for basically as long as the internet has been around. Um, our founders in the late 80s in Czech Republic actually created the first antivirus uh, software with a smuggled floppy disk into Czech Republic. So it's... Oh. A, a long, long history there. Wow. You're bringing us back and dating ourselves. Smuggled yeah. floppy disk. <laughs> a floppy disk. I can hear the Gen Zers going, what the heck is that? Well, we'll get into that another time. <laughs> but but what do we really need to know, Emma, in terms of, of our kids being online these days? You brought up some good points early on, but as parents, and I'm certainly glad you started with that, it's up to us to really keep a good eye on what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it can be really scary, right? It can be intimidating. Your kid is, you know, talking all this stuff about Minecraft or, you know, doing a TikTok dance. And you're yeah. like, what, what is that? What yeah. are you doing? Why are you moving so weird? What is Minecraft? Um, and <laughs> but the thing to keep in mind is as a parent, you actually do know the world better than your kid and the digital world is part of the world. And also, you know your kid better than anyone. You're the expert on your kid, right? So your kid might be an expert TikTok dancer, but you're the expert on them. Um, Let's hope. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> so just staying involved, staying involved with your kids' digital life, same way you would with their, their physical life. You know, maybe they come home from school and you say, hey, how was school today? Maybe be like, oh, what did you, what did you build in Minecraft? Or what did you learn on TikTok? Can you show me? And that really opens up space to have conversations about uh, some of the bigger online security and privacy stuff. Oh, and what a great idea, Emma. I've really never thought of it that way, but include the things that they love to do. It's not just about, let's see your homework or what you do in school. and that. But yeah, ask about Minecraft and what they may have built or ask about the latest thing on TikTok because I think then you're going to help your kids learn to be more open with you at any age. Exactly, exactly. And You know, I think all parents know that just lecturing at at kids and saying, you know, don't do this or do do this is not a very effective way to get kids to do things. Um, So making it fun, meeting them where they're at, uh, even if where they're at is kind of strange or even kind of boring to you as an adult. (laughs) Yeah, pretend to show interest and and it'll help. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. So then, of course, we've got so many family devices now, too, whether it's just the kid's smartphone itself or other devices that the, the kids have access to around the home. How do we best secure them? So that's when we get into, we're talking more digital solutions, right? So uh, the one that most parents know about is parental controls. And those are great when kids are little. Uh, But when we get into about middle and high school ages, they're going to know how to get around parental controls. That's just part of being a kid uh, and a teen in in the world today. Yeah. Um, So as a backup to your conversations that you've been having with them since they were small, you're also going to want to have a cybersecurity software on there. Uh, like I mentioned, we have a vast one. Great way to do it. Set it and forget it. And that's important because it will protect multiple devices as well. So you, it'll take care of the smartphone, the tablet, the desktop computer, the laptop, whatever the kids or the parents, whoever's in the house, might be using. Exactly. Yeah, we want to make sure you've got full coverage because I know you know how many devices does a family have these days it's probably a lot so making sure that there's no gaps in that security fence and of course surrounding online privacy especially with the kids and again it's awesome you touched on that a little bit earlier but I'm sure you've got some more some more great tips to share with our audience to to really help us with the kids and keeping as much online privacy as we possibly can these days absolutely so One thing um, is to really take a look at your browser. Uh, So different browsers, uh, your browsers where you access websites, right? So different browsers are gonna have different security and privacy built in. Um, And ours in particular, Avast Secure Browser, we've made sure that that is front and center. So that's a a great thing to have. Um, Another, like when we're talking about the parenting part rather than the technology part, Another good move is to um, talk about what is sensitive information, right? I've used that term a couple times. Yeah. So sensitive information includes your email address, your full name, your kid's full name, birth dates, uh, home addresses, things like that. And also even stuff like your uh, pet's names, because those can be used in security questions. Um, so really going through with your kid, what, what are those things? What do we share with people online? What do we keep to ourselves? Gotcha. And I know that uh, a vast one is simple to use, but I didn't realize it can also clean, update, and even speed up our devices. Correct. Yeah, we've got a built-in device cleanup uh, product in there as well. So you can really, you know, maybe your kid's been doing doing downloading things or you know doing things maybe they shouldn't have been doing and that's a great way to keep keep stuff nice and tidy and fast yes you gotta like that by all means how is it that you think emma the best way to support our children as they start their digital journey because of course we're talking about much younger kids now uh really get in there at the at the get-go and i guess uh, probably one of the best tips that you've provided already was be involved with them right away from the start and keep and that way you can stay and be able to keep involved, yes? Absolutely, like, so rather than thinking, rather than having a device almost be like a babysitter, right? Like, yeah. you let it take care of the kid while you can do other things, which is fine sometimes, People, you know, parents need time. 
Um, but also making sure to be actively involved in what's going on there, uh, be in that quote unquote space with them um, and starting to have those, those conversations, help them develop those great critical thinking skills that will help them really navigate the internet as they get older. And I'm always hearing my audience in my head as I'm interviewing someone. And in this case, you hit the nail on the head and talked about as they get older. How do you, as a parent, deal with an older child, now maybe in high school, and you still want to help that they're being safe and you want to protect them and you want to protect their privacy, but now there's that fine line of that you tend to cross as as a parent where it's like, Mom, Dad, enough, okay? I get it. You know, I know what I know what to do. <laughs> you know, how how do you get the warm fuzzies still being able to help the older kids? Yeah. Um, so this is I think this is really an extension of what you're doing when they're younger, right? So uh, teenagers are doing stuff online too. It's going to be different stuff, obviously, than uh, younger kids are doing, but maybe trying to stay involved with that world as much as they'll let you be involved, showing that you're interested. Um, and also at this point, really trusting that you've done a good job as a parent, that you've really set them up for success online. The same way that, uh, you know, they're going to get their license at 16. And in order to prepare them for that, you didn't just like put them in the car and say, go ahead, kid, drive. Yeah, good point. (laughs) (laughs) You did driver's ed. You talked to them about not looking at their phone when they're driving. You talked to them about driving while intoxicated, all these really important safety things. So the idea is we're going to be doing all those important safety things with the internet as well. And so by the time they're, quote unquote, driving on their own, they're able to do that safely. Oh, love it. Great, great advice and input. And again, get them while they're young. <laughs> you know, start yeah, exactly. start that digital journey uh, as soon as the kids are. And it seems like they're getting younger and younger. You know, my grandson has had a phone for the last two years, even though his parents said they weren't going to do that. You know, but it gets yeah. difficult when he's now the only one in school that didn't have a phone. So, of course, you had to get one. And But, you know, at what age do you find that parents are, are giving the kids a tablet or a phone, whether it's for school or not. It seems to be much younger these days. Yeah, I would say it varies, obviously, from family to family. But um, one way to really kind of keep a handle on that is even if they have their own devices, creating what we call a digital schedule with them. So rather than talking about like screen time, because I mean, screen time feels very nebulous these days with online schooling and all this kind of stuff. Um, So rather than talking about screen time, let's talk about a digital schedule. So there are times when we use devices, times when we don't, which devices we're using, what we're using them for, and um, holding yourself to that as well so that everybody's kind of on the same page about, when when we're on the internet, basically, and when we're doing that. Sure. Emma, you are a wealth of information, and I trust that we can get you back again soon because you've brightened us up and really lit a couple of extra light bulbs, I think, with things that perhaps most of us weren't thinking about. So I'm glad to have had you on the show, and we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to come back anytime. Terrific. Emma McGowan, privacy and security advocate, no doubt, with Avast and Avast.com, where you can learn how to protect more of what you love, especially your family. A-V-A-S-T.com. We'll get you there when you visit intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. Call 800-781-6764. That's 800-781-6764. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. 
And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch, your best every day. Always entertaining and hopefully informative for you, and of course, always free. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. He's birthday boy. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. Text radio to 35000. Again, text the word radio to 35000. Mariner 2 heads to space. The first CAT scan is introduced, and Microsoft rolls out a new operating system. It all happened this week in tech history, brought to you by IFA, the home of tech. Visit ifa-berlin.com. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. Here's Chris. Hey, here's hey, Chris. Happy birthday, Chris. Hey, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. This week back in 1962, the U.S. launched the Mariner 2 space probe using an Atlas D booster. Later that year, Mariner 2 passed within just over 20,000 miles of Venus, reporting an 800-degree Fahrenheit surface temperature. <laughs> High surface pressures, a predominantly carbon dioxide atmosphere, continuous cloud cover, and no detectable magnetic field. It was a bug day. In 1972 this week, the Computed Axial Tomography, or CAT scan, was introduced in England. That's the, what that stands for. Yes. Oh. <laughs> by the British engineer Godfrey Hounsfield, later Sir Godfrey, and by physicist Alan Cormack. The history of X-ray computed tomography actually goes back to at least 1917. Aye, Dave. With the mathematical theory of the radon transform. In October of 1963, William Oldendorf received a U.S. patent for a radiant energy apparatus for investigating selected areas of interior objects obscure, obscured by dense material. Uh? I just love the titles of U.S. patents. <laughs> yes, wow. Um, however, Hounsfield's invention was the first commercially viable CT scanner. Most illogical. And the this week in 1995, Microsoft officially rolled out their Windows 95 operating system. Midnight parties at retailers across the U.S. offered the new system for sale to those who just couldn't wait any longer. Oh, yeah. NBC's Jay Leno hosted the official launch party at the Microsoft campus in Redmond, Washington, and the company lit up the Empire State Building with the Windows 95 logo colors and licensed the Rolling Stone song Start Me Up to use in its TV advertisements for $12 million. Yikes! <laughs> That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin. See tomorrow's tech today at IFA. Visit ifa-berlin.com. More interesting, sorry about that tech news, uh, the average cost of ad-free streaming service subscriptions is expected to climb, are you ready with your wallet, 25% in the next year. Oy. As studios facing heavy losses after years of prioritizing growth are now seeking to boost subscription revenue or push more viewers to ad-supported tiers. Nielsen data indicates 38.7% of U.S. viewing time last month went to streaming. That's got to make the network TV people a bit nervous. Uh -huh. That's a lot of streaming. Yeah. If you're a tatted-up user of the uh, Galaxy Watch, um, you're in luck because they're issuing uh, updates now to make the, uh, their uh, sensors that are on the watch work on tattooed wrists. Apparently, it's had an issue lately, uh, or up until now, of working through tattoos. Just another reason not to get tattoos. Yeah, okay. or a Galaxy Watch. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Get the Galaxy Watch. That's fine. Just, you don't need a tattoo. Intotomorrow.com. Hey, I know what. Let's meet there. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. 
Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Welcome back into tomorrow. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G7 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com. And did you know when you visit intotomorrow.com, if the internet gods are with us, and we hope and pray they are, a little box pops up and asks for only your email address, which we do not share ever with anyone. And then... That's so that you can subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Watch your email, check your spam filters, because we send you a, another email that says, are you sure? If so, click this link. Double opt-in because we don't spam anybody. What's in the tech newsletter? Tech news. Wow, who would have thought? <laughs> Got some thoughts to make you smile or think or uh, slap your head. Uh, we tell you the guests that are coming up, uh, prizes we're, uh, we're giving away, and some stories from some of our uh, partners. Like uh, in this week's tech newsletter, it might be great at answering quick questions or even helping you get started on a blog post. But ChatGPT needs to improve its coding skills, according to many researchers. We talk about that as well. All in this week's tech newsletter. Sign up today at intotomorrow.com. John in Fairbanks, Alaska, welcome into tomorrow. I have a Motorola Android phone. And I love the camera on it, but once I take the picture, I'd like to be able to um, look at a hard copy of it or something. And I'm not sure how to transfer pictures from my phone to my laptop, which is also an Android. Thank you. Well, John, if both devices are truly running Android, your easiest solution is to sync your phone's pictures to Google Photos. Just install the app and Google will nag you to let it sync the pictures to its cloud and they will become available easily on both devices. Now, the same goes for other cloud storage providers. You can install Microsoft's OneDrive, Dropbox, Box, uh, and any other cloud storage solution with an Android app as well. Yeah, and there are lots of other solutions. You could mount a network drive and move them there. Uh, you could just email them or send them via the messenger of your choice. You could skip the laptop completely and just upload them directly to a printing service via their own app or website. So there's lots of ways to do it. Now, having said that, if you just want the laptop and phone to both have access to the images, then Google Photos gives you an easy and free syncing solution that was built with Android in mind. Yeah. Now, what is it that I use? I'm always touting, uh, I think it's still called Your Phone, that I use on my Windows computer. Yeah automatically syncs, I mean instantly. I take a picture at my desk and I look over to my computer, it's there. And I find that very handy because then I can open the picture and print if I wanted to print the picture or send it to somebody or crop it or do any number of things, which is far easier to do on the desktop computer. As long as you have an Android phone. Correct. Because I've tried to get you to use it and it's very little functionality with your iPhone. Correct. But you might want to look into that as well. Called Your Phone for a Windows computer. Yeah, and it's a free app for Microsoft. So yeah. If you have Windows, you can download it free from the store. doesn't always work well. And they're always bugging me saying, you know, do you like this? And I usually say no, and here's why. It's buggy, but it's better than nothing, and it's free. You get what you pay for. Yeah. Nolan in Henderson, Texas. Welcome into tomorrow. Well, hi, Dave and Chris. I just wanted to uh, see what you might think about me as a dog trainer and a guy that's had a lot of experience in radio in the past doing a podcast regarding dog training. I have the Focusrite unit and have a good condenser microphone, and I just want to know how I can get a good software that allows me to do the EQ properly without me hooking up the old-time voice processor and stuff. And then I want to do the podcast, and you guys have given some good recommendations on that. And thank you for bringing us all this great stuff every week. 
It's our pleasure, Nolan. Thank you for participating and listening. It sounds great. Lots of people, of course, have dogs, so we're hoping that you can find a really good audience. And with the hardware you already have, your investment will be minimal. In terms of software, there certainly are options. Podcasts are not very complicated, so you don't need super powerful software. For example, we use Adobe Audition which is powerful software, and it does require a license that you got to pay, but it may be overkill for just a podcast unless you successfully monetize it. See, we do broadcasts and podcasts, so if you don't mind spending the $21 monthly fee, it will get you everything you need, and much more for that matter. And if you're using a Mac, lots of podcasters start out with GarageBand, which is free, included with your OS. It can do multiple tracks, and it's easy enough to use without much, if any, research. If you wanted to go with a more professional-level solution on a Mac, you could look at Logic Pro. But it's definitely more than you need. The only advantage of something like Logic Pro is you can spend $200 and keep using it, rather than having to pay an eternal subscription like Adobe asks for. Yeah, that's true. Now, regardless of what OS you're using... If you want something free, powerful, and something that will remind you of what software user interfaces looked like in 1996, you can use Audacity. Audacity is free and open software. It's been around for a very, very long time. It includes lots of filters, automatic silence elimination. It can automatically lower the volume on other tracks when you speak and bring it back up when you stop speaking. You can drop markers in the form of what they call labels and lots more. Overall, it's very capable, free software, but it is clunkier than commercial software. Yeah, some hosting platforms also offer their own basic online editing tools, so you might as well take a look at those and see how you like them. But they're typically too basic to be of any use, and you'll be better off with any of the options we gave you. Yep. Again, all in our show notes at intotomorrow.com. And Nolan, let us know what you like and end up with. And check out our friends at Blueberry, because they've got podcasting plans. They start at like $12 a month. So That's true. Affordable. That's a good way to do it at Blueberry. It's Blueberry without the E's. Right. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. And while you're at it, intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, Use our free Into Tomorrow app, available in your app store, or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.